Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we're joined by Dr. Katherine Clinton, amazing naturopathic physician specializing in autoimmunity and psychoneuroimmunology. She shares with us her approach to autoimmunity and why what you might have been told autoimmunity is was wrong. Join us to hear no cost action steps that you can take today to jumpstart your healing. And perhaps the best part, none of them have have to do with eliminating anything. Catherine, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. I am as well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to talk with you about all of this stuff today. Fantastic. I know our passions overlap and I always love to start with your personal journey, because for the most part, we all kind of got into this world through our own personal journey. And I know you have, you have one too. So share with (laughs) listeners, you know, how did you get to be doing what you're doing? Absolutely. Well, when I was in medical school, I was in my second year of naturopathic medical school, and I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, an autoimmune condition which attacks the colon. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto thyroiditis, which is another autoimmune condition that affects the thyroid gland. And I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and multiple GI bacterial parasitic infections. And it it was rough. You know, I think most of us are familiar with that kind of initiation phase that happens in medical school. And that's right where I was long out, you know, in the clinic from 7am till 7pm. And I just didn't have the foundation, the resilience, you know, so that stress really was the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back, so to speak, right? And and I was in the, the perfect place for that. You know, I was surrounded by the most amazing naturopathic physicians, regular MDs, acupuncturists, Chinese medicine doctors, and they really helped me piece that physical health back together. And I think that's where most of us who are dealing with chronic disease and autoimmune conditions rest in, right? That goal of getting back to where we were before we were diagnosed or before we got ill. And I think the most profound thing for myself and my patients has been that physical piece is incredible. But once we get back to you know, when all the pieces are back in place, we can realize that that lifestyle, that status of energy is what got us sick in the first place, right? So there's another real level um, to healing, sort of a psychoneuroimmunology piece to it, how our thoughts play into it, how we sort of fit in the world around us. And that has been 
really the most amazing piece for myself and my patients. And so that is my story. I have reversed those autoimmune conditions. I don't need medication or, or anything. I do need to tend to myself. And, but besides that, yes, I'm doing, I'm doing well and just really excited to be able to share that with everyone out there. I love that. And I, I all too often with the physicians I, I talk to medical school was the trigger. It's, it's like, when are we going to (laughs) change what we do (laughs) to the poor human body and mind in medical school. But I will say, I think you were the first, maybe the first one I've spoken to that had a had that support quick enough because especially, you know, the MDs or the DOs, they didn't have those other, they didn't have acupuncture, they didn't have, you know, any naturopaths. They didn't have that broad community that you had. That is amazing that you were able to start to heal so quickly. I always say, I used to think I was so smart, but I spent over 11 years declining with RA because I believed my doctors when they said I couldn't heal. And so I get really excited when I hear people that were like, you know, no, (laughs) this isn't, isn't going to happen. And even with like me, it, it wasn't just one diagnosis. It was multiple because that's, that's what tends to happen. Right, right. It's that body saying, are you listening? Nope. Okay, here's another one. Yeah, I can be louder. I can get louder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you threw out a big word and and it's a word that makes me smile because it's a, I, I just... I love the study of it. Psychoneuroimmunology. Let's talk about that. Let's, you know, get into some listeners might be like, what did she make that up? What is that? So <laughs> let's start there. Absolutely. Let's dive into that one. because This is a huge word, right? But basically what it means is the ability of our thoughts to change our biology, right? And so what we used to think, you know, when I was in medical school, we thought that a lot of the body communicated with chemical messages, cytokines, neuropeptides, hormones, that kind of thing. Now we know that there's direct innervation, right? From the brain directly into the cells that line the GI tract. So there is a direct instantaneous route from our brain to our gut. And that's really what psychoneuroimmunology is about. It's about how those thoughts and frequencies can really, really have a profound effect on our biology. You know, one of one of my favorite studies looks at trauma and, and trauma has a significant impact on our um, biology. And it, one of the most significant things it does is it shifts our microbiome from a beneficial state of microbes to a more harmful state. And uh, it increases because of that, it increases inflammation and intestinal permeability. But this study looked at cognitive behavioral therapy, being consciously changing those thought patterns. And a, I think it was a 12-week session. They completely reversed that microbiome derangement, right? So that shift to the more harmful species shifted back to all those beneficial species that we want in our microbiome just 
through the power of changing the way we think. So it's, it's really incredible. It is, I'm covered in goosebumps. You can't see on camera, but <laughs> I, I am actually in the middle of writing a presentation that will have already aired by the time this does on the importance of creating the healing mindset to, to facilitate healing. I, my story was, took the same track as yours in that I, I was able to, thank goodness, heal my body enough first and now in my practice, as I would imagine you use in yours as well, you know, now I'm, I flip flop and we're going right in and let's get the mindset accelerating the healing. Uh, so I love that. I, I say to people and I love watching you, you won't change expression, you may smile, but it, it always surprises me that people just really don't know. I say, you know, the body hears every, everything you say, every thought you have, and it takes it as truth. And that's the key right there uh, to that study, right? Because mm-hmm. the good news is once we come, become aware of that, we can give it positive. We can intentionally plant those positive thoughts. And that's where I totally geek out. And that's why I wanted to start with this because <laughs> it is so powerful, it really, really is. And, you know, as somebody that suffered from anxiety throughout my life on and off. Oh, me too. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so hearing something like that can be heavy, right? Just like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like talking about toxins and how they're everywhere. And it's like, okay, no, right. no, no, wait, it doesn't mean it's all bad. I swear. Right. Right. Because the power of a thought, a positive thought is not dependent on us holding that thought forever. Right. It's, it's just as transient as the negative thoughts. So it's more about patterns and more about empowerment, the ability to do that a few times a day really routes that neurological pathway so that those few times a day become automatic and you can add more times to the day. And then you spend more time in that positive nourishing state. It feels good. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, And I love that. I think that is so key. People resist because, you know, if they're in this stress loop and they're either anxious or, you know, fatigued and like, and you want me to have positive thoughts? Like that seems so foreign to so many people, but this, this knowledge we now have that you don't even have to believe it, like just start doing it and, and let it work its magic. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's a wonderful thing to, open up that window into a relationship with ourselves again, right? We, when we are chronically ill, dealing with autoimmune conditions or mental health, anxiety, depression, we have a distrust of our bodies and, and we get disconnected in there, right? A panic attack is not comfortable. So yes. So opening up that window so that we can, uh, access a deeper relationship with ourselves, a, a, a sense of safety in our own body is so foundational to health. That's what I love working with people on, you know, getting that safety from ourselves, getting that safety from the world around us, 
because that's what our body is really looking for. You know, when we talk about autoimmune conditions, if we were to Google it right now or internet search it, it would come up as your body attacking itself, right? And and it so isn't. That's such a misnomer and a misunderstanding. And it it really takes that that relationship, that neurological communication of our body for granted because what's happening with autoimmune conditions to messages in our environment right and if we can replace some of those danger messages from processed food from feeling unsafe in your life uh, family community where you work driving to work I mean there's so many places where we can get stress, toxins in our air and in our water. There's so many danger signals that are being sent to our biology. And when we can replace those danger signals with something safety signal that our body, that our biology is really looking for, whole food, clean water, clean air, then we can start to build that safety outside of us and and that's just an amazing thing to see with myself and my family and my patients is having someone who's unwell and feeling so fundamentally unsafe rebuild those connections with themselves and with the world around them. It's just a passion. It's just, I can't think of anything better. <laughs> I, I share that passion. It's magical. It's, I mean, it's science, but it's magical. Yeah. You know, all the, the stuff that sounds so woo-woo. It has so much science behind it. And I think the being able to use that with, at least for me, being able to use that with my clients is, you know, again, I know it's rooted in science, but it, it is magical to watch people blossom. And it is such a natural part of autoimmunity and chronic illness to even completely without awareness or intention, get to a place where we feel like, oh, my body is my enemy, right? Like I'm in pain and I, maybe I'm not as mobile, you know, and it's, especially when we get into that cascade where it's not one diagnosis, it's two or three or four or five. And, and so it is so essential. I always say, you know, we, we have, you have to partner with your body because the more you're feeling, you know, again, it's hearing, it's hearing all of that. So I, I am so, I share your passion for that. And, and I'm excited for your patients that that's the approach that you're taking with them. You know, how, yeah. so how, how do you view, I think you already gave it to us, but, but when a patient comes to you, you know, in your practice, how do you view autoimmunity? Like, what do you, and I know I, I am pretty sure you said, you already said it, but I want people to really hear that, you know, it's a, it's a very different pers perspective and it's a very accurate perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where most people come to me, right? They have been tested up the wazoo and tried their most likely uh, steroidal kind of, you know, yeah, drugs and, and they're not feeling relief and they are feeling betrayed. They're feeling like their body is broken. It's not their friend anymore. And so that's what I start with. I start with explaining that it is not your body attacking itself. It is your body 
that it has evolved on this earth for millennia with all kinds of different messages that are really literally, quite literally written into our DNA. And we're searching for that when we are interacting in the world, when our microbiome is interacting in the world, we are searching for those signals to see where are we? Where's my place in the world? Am I in the right spot? Right. And so much of modern life is a dangerous signal. Processed foods, toxins, the chronic stress that we're under. I mean, if we look at the last two years, my goodness, right? Incredible amounts of stress and fear and and so many obstacles our our modern life really sets us up for some danger signals that we have not evolved with so what i talk with my patients about is removing some of those danger signals and replacing them with signals of safety so this doesn't have to be overwhelming it doesn't have to be a huge exclusion thing right Even including, even if you're in a place where you're like, I will not try another (laughs) diet thing. I will (laughs) not, you know, I will not exclude another thing from my life. That's understandable. Or at the same time, I can't, right? I live in an unsafe uh, community. My workplace isn't safe. I don't feel safe in the world and and very likely aren't, right? right? So if... Even if we can't remove those danger signals, we can pile in the safety signals so that our body is not, you know, it's like a messaging center where you're just getting like, there's a fire on floor two, there's a fire fire on 13. And, you know, you've got your operator, go here, go there. And, ah, and people are panicking and, and it's a chaotic system where we're used to, our biology is used to this orchestra of all these different messages that cascade to biological action in our body. And so even just adding those in can be such a powerful thing. That's where I like to start with my patients because simple Three things that we do at home can be really life changing, and and for someone suffering from chronic illness and autoimmunity, having that window of hope open can be the most powerful thing, right? Because that's where we see our patients, right? They come to us, yes. and we're the last hope, you know? Yep. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Super high, yeah. Right? It's like a last ditch effort. So it's, you know, okay, let's open up that hope. Let's, let's pile in those safety signals and, and just see just one week of it can make a profound uh, difference in our physiology and how we're feeling. So that's where and, I start with patients. And I think that's, that's incredible and fantastic. And I, what I love the most is that you're, you talked about adding in, right? Because so many people, full disclosure, eventually when I work with somebody, we do eliminate certain foods, <laughs> but there is such a takeaway approach for people that, you know, again, by the time people find me, it's the same, it's the same thing. They show up at my doorstep that most often 
there is the occasional, you know, I just got diagnosed and it's a heck no, and I'm going to do something right now. But usually it's a, it's a journey and uh, yeah, it's like, you know, what more, you know, don't take another thing away from me. So I love that add in because it is so important. It's, it's, we're already feeling deprived enough when we're not well. So um, absolutely, absolutely. And, And we can eliminate those foods and really form those new connections with foods when we feel happier. Exactly. Or have the energy to, or yeah, yeah, I I had a literally a client say to me yesterday, she had shifted from, I reminded her, I'm like, you are the same, you are the same woman who said to me, you know, this is so hard. And I, you know, the, the processes we all go through, you know, it's so unfair that I have to eat so carefully just to feel halfway decent. And yesterday she said to me, cause she made the shift. She said, I feel so fortunate that I get to feed my body, the things that nourish it. Uh, and it was yeah. like, Oh, you're doing it. This is awesome. Yeah. It's the yeah. shift. I love yeah. it. So you mentioned, did you mentioned amazing things? You mentioned, you know, no cost <laughs> free things that people can do to get started. And I always ask every guest for one thing, but you are ultra generous and I know you're going to give us three. So what are those things? What can you know, listeners just start doing right now? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the biggest things that I think people can do is balancing our circadian rhythm, right? So one of the things that we have evolved with one of our major safety signals is that we live on a planet that orbits the sun, right? And we live in rhythm with that sun. And so when we wake up and we get AM sunlight in our eyes before 10 AM, it sets a whole cascade of hormones and neurotransmitters We get a flood of serotonin, which gives us energy and feeling good. That same serotonin, actually, when the lights are lowered in the evening, when the sun goes down, that turns into melatonin. And that's our sleep hormone. It actually has really incredible antimicrobial immune benefits as well. That's important right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've got dopamine and growth hormone, all these things happening with that AM sun. Getting a little sun in your day also maintains that. Without your sunglasses on, everybody. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm here in Oregon and there are times when we don't see the sun for weeks, literally, right? It's just yes. this gray background. And that counts. Yes. It's outside natural light, it can be rainy and dark and dreary. If the sun just came up or it's before 10 a.m., that's what's going to trigger all those things. It doesn't have to be tropical, wonderful sun that you want to, you know, lay down and soak up. It's just natural light. It's being in that rhythm. And when we lower the lights at night, you know, watching that sun go down triggers another whole cascade physiologically in our body. And what I like to do is kind of make it a tradition. So when the lights get lowered, like here, it's dark at five, right? (laughs) So 
we have to sort of adjust our our inside lights to something that doesn't throw as much uh, blue light and white light out there. Salt lamps. I feel really fortunate that we heat our house with a wood stove so that we can gather around the fire at night. You know, that's a fun thing to do. There's all kinds of different ways to turn this into a routine. So it's not this like, I gotta go out and look at the sun, man, you know. <laughs> This like schedule that you must adhere to, it becomes this relationship with the sun and with the rhythm of the seasons that is so important for our biology. And I like to actually stack that with getting in contact with the earth. And so again, (laughs) you stole my, I was going to say, if it's not freezing, (laughs) it's what I do every morning, actually, even when it is cold. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I try, I'll be honest with you. I do try to go out and be barefoot and and do that in the morning as a routine. My kids, especially my youngest is so good at this. She's, she, is our like cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> some, some mornings I'm like, I am lucky to be outside moving. Sure. <laughs> I keep my shoes on. I do not want the cold on my feet. And you can get that same benefit from touching a tree, sitting in the grass, touching the ground, you know, touching something that's living, even just being outside puts you in contact with those negative ions that just enormous amount of antioxidant potential that's out there. So just even, I, you know, I would challenge people listening today to try this for four or five days a week and notice the difference. Notice the difference in your sleep and your energy and your mood. Is it a cure-all? No, but it's part of this messaging system. And, and that's the idea is that there is no cure-all. We live in this ecosystem and we're constantly messaging within ourselves, with our microbiome, with the world around us. So those, those two are so important. And, uh, you know, there's, boy, now I'm having a hard time choosing about this. <laughs> I know because there's, it's like the list is so long, um, yeah. but I, I love it. You're, I can't wait to see what you're going to choose next. I'm not choosing. I'm going to tell you. (laughs) I'm just going to go really quick because I can't choose. Diet is another huge one. So getting like omega-3s and resistant starches in our diet build our resilience across the board. So they shift that microbiome to a more healthy composition of microbes. Those resistant starches reach our colon undigested. So our microbiome ferments those resistant starches into short-chain fatty acids. Those short-chain fatty acids literally feed the mitochondria in our cells, right? That powerhouse of the cells. And that decreases intestinal permeability. It decreases overall inflammation. And it increases our T-regulatory cells. And we haven't talked about those, but our T-regulatory cells are those kind of superheroes of the immune system. They go in and they stop autoimmune reactions. They put out the inflammatory fires of the body. 
So something like resistant starches is a great way to, when we're choosing what we need to eat, right? Including some resistant starches from onions, grains, garlic, leeks, asparagus, these things have such a profound effect and and omega-3s, same thing. They will do all of those things that I'm just mentioning. And is it because, you know, omega-3s isolated this compound? And, and no, from my perspective, it's really because we have evolved forever around waterways, eating yes. seafood, eating sea vegetables, and it's written into our DNA. It's such a massive signal of safety. You know, one of my favorite studies is with infants in the NICU. And so they separated infants from their mothers at birth for medical reasons. It was necessary, right? But the researchers knew that that separation would cause um, trauma and stress. And it would cause that shift from beneficial microbes in the biome to more harmful species. And of course it did, right? They tested and that's what they saw. Exactly. Shifting to those harmful species in the microbiome of these infants. And so what they did is they supplemented with omega-3s in the breast milk bottles that they were giving to these infants. And they saw a complete reversal of that shift right back to having beneficial species like we should have in our microbiome. And why is that? Did that make the infants feel like they were with their mother? No, <laughs> no, they were probably still holding on still to traumatized. Yeah. Still traumatized, right. But what it did was it offered their body, their biology, physiology, a massive dose of safety. Like, I love yes, that. It is traumatizing to be away with your mother, but from your mother, but you are in a safe spot. You're in the place that you should be in this ecosystem and you have the resilience to weather this trauma, which I mean, it just gives me goosebumps saying, because that's what we're talking about is replacing those danger signals or even just adding as many as we can in so that our body starts to quiet that chaotic, inflammatory sort of panic that happens, right? And and just regulate and rebalance out. So I really love those three things. And geez, the list goes on and on. Yeah, you know, I'm cutting you wonderful. off <laughs> so we don't go over time. Maybe we can do this again and you can share more of the list. What I love, I, I really think my favorite part of everything we've covered, the really big takeaway is that we just need to move the needle. We don't, you don't have to fix everything all at once. You don't have to find, you know, I have people that come to me and they're like, I don't have, I've been looking for a diagnosis. I'm like, I'm so glad you don't have one. You don't identify with it then. Like that's one piece we don't have to work on. You know, it doesn't matter. We're going to just do the work and it's going to, it's going to be great, but it is, it's about moving the needle, right? It's about adding in those safety signals that increases your energy, quiets that immune system. And then all of a sudden, like you said, then you can work on diet. Then you can work on some of these other things. And so, you know, I got into functional medicine via biohacking. So when I say you're speaking my language, you are speaking, I mean, <laughs> you use the word stack and, and people always are shocked when I say, you know, we really need to work on sleep and circadian rhythm 
And I want you to get morning sunlight as a step one. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's actually, it is a rhythm. (laughs) It's a cycle. I even just to throw out a tip of my own for that, that nighttime, I I used some red lights in my house as well. Yeah. Because I sometimes I am on the computer and I, even if I have my blue blockers on, I want, I just want to make sure I think of, you know, if, when we think of our lighting, it is literally what were we exposed to the sun mm-hmm. rises, we get the blue light sunset. We get that nice orange red light. It's that simple. I know we don't have to go live in a tent but you know, like you said, just getting in touch with it. And, and it is, there are plenty of days here in the winter. It's, it's, even though I know it would be good for me, you know, the, the, I don't want to stand barefoot on the earth (laughs) early in the morning when I'm out there getting my sunlight. But what I do notice, and that's the thing, as we take these steps, we become so much more aware I work from home most of the time. And I notice that like, if my energy is dipping, I can go outside and get a few minutes of sunlight, stand in the grass barefoot. And it's like, I'm fresh again. So yeah, yeah, it really is effective. So effective. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And for any parents listening out there, it's such a great thing for kids, that cranky, too much thing. It's like go outside and you will come back, you know, relaxed and a little but more. But there's balanced. so much more in touch with it, I think, than we are. You know, we we tend to shut all of that down over time. And so the kids, yeah, they they may not know they feel it, but they feel it. That's why your little one is like, you know, it's time, it's time. Let's go outside, yeah. stand in the grass. Totally. I love it. And you see, I, every year when we go to the biohacking conference you see just hordes of us standing outside either, you know, when we first get off the plane and get there and then in between. And I'm sure, you know, the people at these hotels and conference centers are wondering like, what the heck is going on with everybody standing around barefoot? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I spoke at a conference this summer and took some time in between to go swimming and was laying on the concrete, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on, the, on the normal like yeah. lounge chairs and somebody was like you have to tell me what you're doing well, <laughs> you right. know it's like well there is some antioxidant potential here so I am charging up in my 20 minutes as much as I can. yeah no we it's are crazy. energetic beings we are we need to recharge amen absolutely I love it. But before we wrap up, where can listeners find you? Well, they can find me on my website, which is drkatherineclinton.com. And that's those are my social Best media place. handles. You can okay. find me on Instagram, on Facebook. And, and this is what I do. I just love to give this content out all the time so that we can be healthier and happier together. I love it. And all those links will be in the show notes. Catherine, thank you so much. You shared, you overshared so much gold with us today. I would love to have you back to do it again, because I feel like we definitely have more we could talk about. Oh, I'd love that. And it was just an honor to talk with you today. I love what you're doing. This is so needed. So thank you. Thanks. For everyone listening, remember, you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. 
I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guests. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.